Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. I don't know about you, but I tell you, I believe if I open up another news article and I see the headlines doom and gloom and I see another course of action that is absolute darkness taking over this world, there's only one explanation. Our nation right now is going to hell in a handbasket. And that is really the only way to describe it. And it's going fast and furious. And Jesus even addressed this. John wrote the words of Jesus as he walked through the towns, the country, the hillsides where he walked. He looked at people and he said, you need to be born again. You need to come to the light. He said, I look out there and I see that you love darkness more than you love the light. And I will tell you before this nation totally is gone to hell in a handbasket, we need to wake up and we need to bring the light because there's so much darkness and people are moving in darkness and they need the light. And how is that going to happen? Listen, we say, oh, well, our elected officials, they just need to stand up. Those God-fearing officials, they need to stand up. They need to be more bold in speaking on our behalf. We have conservative values. We have Christian values and they need to represent us. They need to be more bold and going forth and standing up there, even if people try to shout them down. Or we say pastors be more bold in the pulpit. They need to speak boldly the word of God so that, hey, these heathens that are sitting in the seats and the pews, they'll be convicted and they'll come to the light. And you say, well, more people just need to come forth and take a stand. And you know, I don't know about you, but I'm getting videos and I'm getting news clips of people that are standing in front of school boards and county commissioners, city councils, and they're talking about some of this wickedness being enacted and forced upon us. And you're saying, yay, those people, we need more of those people. Well, I will tell you, what about you? What about me? We just need to be bold. We need to be bold. You say, well, that's not my personality. You know, I can't stand up to the masses. Before you do that, let me explain what boldness from a spiritual standpoint means. Peter, after the Holy Spirit had come upon him and he went out and he began to preach the gospel wherever the opportunity was, and he began to be a witness for Jesus, he said in Acts 4.29, Luke wrote that Peter preached with a boldness. You know what that word boldness means? It doesn't mean to shout to get up and pound the the pulpit and get everybody's attention or to bulldoze you into an arena to disrupt things. It doesn't mean to get in a spit match with people where you see who's going to outwit the other person. Now, you know what it means as a Christian to be a bold witness, to confront darkness so that you bring in the light and the darkness is snuffed out? It means where you move with a freedom within and without to say all that pleases you. You know what that says to me? You don't have to shout it. You don't have to beat your fist on the table. 
You don't have to bulldozer your way into a meeting and be disruptive and cause a scene. Hey, I'm not saying that some of those things might not be manifested. But so many times we think those are the people that need to move forward. Those are the ones that God will raise up and use. And we'll just sit back and cheer them on. No, we all have to get a bit of boldness within us. In other words, we have to get freed up. We have to get freed up with who we are in Christ and wholly submit ourselves to Christ and be allowed to be used by Him and let the Holy Spirit speak through us wherever God calls you. Now, God will use your abilities. He will use your personality. He will use your intellect and he will guide you and lead you into arenas or areas where he wants you to be boldness. You'll walk right into the opportunities, but yield it to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be poured out through you to speak truth, to bring light, so that the darkness can be snuffed out. And it's you, you yourself choosing, God, I want to be free within myself, my spirit totally yielded to you, that whatever you want to speak to me, I please you and I do it. And it can be said with meekness. It can be said with such a calmness and a quietness. Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit through you. You see, a holy boldness is nothing more than you yielding yourself with such a confidence that you know the Holy Spirit will speak through you because you're willing to position yourself to be used by God. And I will tell you today, we need boldness. As Christians, we all need to say, God, make me bold. God, would you get me to a position where I can be so free to speak as you want to speak through me. And then you willingly choose. Now, this is where you have to pray for grace. You have to ask God to give you this desire. A lot of people may not even want that desire, but God wants us to be before the light totally goes out, gets snuffed out in our nation and darkness totally controls us. And we don't have any freedom to speak what is within us. We need to pray for grace that God will give each one of us that. And then God will move you into these opportunities. And people will see Jesus. They will see the light. And the light will overcome the darkness. Now, I'm speaking very general terms here. But wherever you see darkness, whatever you've got labeled darkness around you, you need to see it and know, hey, God, I want to be the light. Give me a holy boldness. As Christians begin to pray for it, pastors need to be freed up. Freed up so they can say everything that the Holy Spirit wants them to say when they step in a pulpit, when they move into a prayer arena. Freed up to pray as the Holy Spirit leads them. Hey, our God-fearing elected officials, they need a holy boldness where they have total freedom to say what pleases them as the Holy Spirit is directing them. This is why God wants to use them in these capacities, is to help snuff out this darkness, that we don't continue to enact laws, and we don't continue to approve regulations that 
put us in a straitjacket where we don't have the freedom to live as God-fearing Christians, God-fearing people in this nation, that we're free to walk with the, hey, the religious liberty that our Constitution says that we have and the way God wants us to live, the way God created, I believe, founded this nation to live so that we can take the gospel message around the world and people can truly live free. Live free in Christ and live the abundant life. But it's going to take some boldness of us, of you, me, all of us to speak with such a freedom. And once we yield to this, we got to know how to move in it. Now, the Holy Spirit will clearly do that. But even beyond that, the Holy Spirit will move us into an action to do something, to do something about it. But today... The enemy, I believe, is winning that battle to silence us. And that needs to be enlarged. And let me tell you something. You know, for myself, you know, I need to be more bold. More bold. And I will tell you, there's a price. There's a sacrifice to do that. To be totally freed up to say everything that the Holy Spirit wants to speak through you, do through you. The action that the Holy Spirit is calling and moving you into. But I will tell you, the first thing is that you have to accept yourself as God made you. Don't try to compare yourself to someone else. Don't try to say, well, I don't have their credentials. I don't have their credibility. I don't have their intellect. I don't have their gifts and their talents. No, however God created you, the way that God made you, He designed you to be bold in your own way. Accept that. Stop comparing yourself to someone else and say, Lord, just use me. Just use me, God. And Lord, help me to be sensitive to how you want to use me and give me the grace that when you do, I just simply say yes. And then the other thing is be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And this begins in your prayer closet every morning, yielding yourself to God. God, let me be so sensitive to your voice. This morning, I prayed this, God, help me be so close to you, to move so close and in a oneness with you that I cannot even get a pen through us. That I cannot even get a pen, a straight pen between us. You see, that's being so close to God that you can be so sensitive to the Holy Spirit that when the Holy Spirit speaks, you say, God, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to be today. God, I want to please you over my flesh. God, I want to please you over the darkness that would come against me. God, I want to please you. And I'll tell you, as I said, there's a cost, there's a price. You have to lay down your reputation. You have to lay down your own confidence. And and you embrace that your sufficiency is in Christ. It's not in you. You're just simply the vessel that God wants to do. And and the other thing is that you got to die to your own success. See, sometimes we're so busy outlining and plotting and scheming our own success to the next level of the ladder that we're trying to climb or the next level of power or influence that we're trying to make for ourselves that we miss God. 
See, we got to die to ourselves and commit that God, whatever it is you want for my life, that's what I want. I want to be so freed up that I can be bold, that I can take the light into the darkness and make a difference. And you know what? Sometimes it may be just simply you so filled with the Holy Spirit that you are so full of God that His countenance rests upon you, that you simply walk into a room and all you have to do is to walk in that room filled with the Holy Spirit and you don't have to speak a word and instantly... It brings light to convict the darkness. See, sometimes you think you got to have this epistle, this big long speech to say and say it with such emphasis and say the right words at the right moment. Sometimes all you have to do is walk in the midst of a crowd and it can bring conviction. Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit through you. Because you've spent time with God. You've yielded to God. You say, God, I'm submitting to you. Just use me. And just God's countenance on you can be the voice to the nation that can snuff out the darkness and bring in the light. But I will tell you, as you commit to doing this and be in boldness, let me go ahead and warn you because I, you know, I've experienced this, some of this in my own life. It's the only reason I can even talk about it and maybe help prepare more people to be bold and even keep encouraging myself every day to be bold is that there's an enemy right around the corner. There's an enemy within you that will try to stop you from being bold. The enemy will lay snares for you. Your own flesh will try to keep you from being bold, from being the light, from being such light to draw people to Christ. And I'll tell you, your flesh can talk you out of it because you're more concerned about your self-image. That's flesh. You're more concerned about your self-reputation. That's flesh. You're more concerned about what people think about you. That's flesh. You're more concerned about your position in society. That's flesh. You're more concerned about moving in certain circles of friends or politics. That's flesh. You may have to die to some of that. God knows where he wants to put you. God knows where he wants to use you and move you. Yield to that. And that's where you'll be fully satisfied. That's where you'll find pleasure. That is where the abundant life really is. That's when you really get freed up. So be careful of the flesh that will try to bind you up to keep you from being bold. But I'll tell you, the enemy himself is working right around the corner to lay snares to keep you from having that boldness like we read about that Peter had and the early disciples did when they just spoke like Paul just spoke the word. They were not fearful of man. They feared God more than they feared man. But I'll tell you, you have to even check yourself. And listen, I've done this in my own life, so I'm not trying to tell you something and it be pie in the sky and don't think it doesn't apply to me too. You have to first say, Lord, are there any demonic spirits binding me that would keep me from moving in boldness? Hey, it could be a spirit of fear on you. Fear, fear of many things that will straddle you. Fear 
will absolutely shut you down. The demonic spirit of witchcraft, and I'm going to do another whole podcast on this because I'll tell you witchcraft has moved in the church. It's moved into the government. It is moved across our nation. Why? To snuff out the name of the Lord our God. To exalt the Antichrist above God. And that's a fight for all of us as Christians to fight on our knees the spiritual battle, identifying this. But the spirit of intimidation will work to intimidate you that you're not good enough, that you won't be received, that you won't be respected. That spirit of intimidation will try to shut you down. So ask yourself, Lord, am I moving? Am I bound to a spirit of intimidation or insecurity? You're insecure in yourself. There's a shyness and you just kind of shrink when you know God's calling you to be bold. Or fearful of threat. What would they threaten? Would I lose my job? Would I get a decrease in my salary? Get a demotion at my job if I'm bold? You just submit to the Holy Spirit. See, these are things that will keep you from being freed up to be used by God. And what we really have to search our own heart and say, God, am I willing? God, am I in such a relationship with you? such oneness with you that I'm willing to go and do whatever it is you ask me to do. See, that's a surrendered life. That's someone that has died to themselves, that flesh will not operate to control you or guide you or dominate you, but the Holy Spirit of God leads you. The Holy Spirit is your guide. Your Holy Spirit is your teacher. Your Holy Spirit is your counselor. And you know what to do, and you know what will please God. Another thing is you have to ask yourself, if there's a hold back from being bold, operating in this holy boldness that you know that's what God wants you to do, but and you within yourself, you want to, but there's something allowing you not to do it. Ask yourself, are you allowing other people to control you? And that's holding you back. See, it may not be something you've brought on yourself that you open the door, but other people are coming in and working a spirit of control over you. And I tell you, this can be very deceiving. It can be a deceptive device in people's lives. And when that spirit of control comes on you, it's with a purpose. And many times it can come with a vengeance because that controlling spirit wants you to submit to them and not to the Holy Spirit of God. Now, remember, it's not the person. It's the spirit working through the person. That person could be blinded or they may know exactly what they're doing. And they are willingly joining forces with the spirit of control to come in and shut down you or other people or other people institutions. But you have to say, am I submitting to a spirit of control on me? Or am I deceived in thinking that this person who has this spirit of control on them, that they're really protecting me, they're really helping me, they're really my guide? Well, all I can say is beware. Test out the spirits because the spirit of control which works under that spirit of witchcraft today to keep you from following Christ and go against Christ 
is so working today to shut you down, to shut down the boldness of the life of Christians so that darkness prevails over our nation. Hey, not just our nation, but prevails over homes, prevails over the church, prevails over cities. But the other thing, be careful because the enemy always works to send a counterfeit. Something that looks like light, but it's really darkness. And the enemy does generally a good job to conceal it. Why? Because the enemy wants to come in and seduce you and draw you to him, to the counterfeit, and get a grip on your life. And it's always in a way that you think it's real, but it's very confusing that it grips you. And it's always to silence you and eventually to shut you down. So be very attentive to this. These are things that you need to pray through. That if you don't have this holy boldness, if you're not totally freed up to move the way God wants you to move, to speak what God wants to speak through you as his vessel, then pray through these things. God, is it my flesh that's keeping me from it? Is it I'm bound by some demonic spirit that's holding me back? As God will show you this, or am I allowing someone else to control me, or I'm not totally freed up to be everything God wants me to be, to speak what God wants me to speak? See, today we need more boldness. Once we see that we need to be bold and we're committed to it, and then we just don't know the next step, you know, I believe that we need to equip ourselves with an army that are committed to follow Christ and to fight the darkness and fight it with light. We may need to form nonprofit organizations that will help train, mobilize Christians who say, I'll be bold. Just teach me how to do this pursuant to the Word of God. Show me how to go out and to speak and to move as all led by the Holy Spirit of God. See, a boldness will really free you up. And I will tell you this. Here's the other thing I think about. Because the real battle is if we really get high enough in the heavenlies, as Paul said, we better get in that heavenly seat and we better stay there. And we look down and we see the demonic forces that are fighting against us. If we get high enough and we really see the fight, it really comes down. Am I going to stay in the fight? And I'm going to yield to God. And I'm going to be freed up with a holy boldness that I'm going to protect the name of the Lord, my God. That is really what this comes down to. And in our nation, who's going to hell in a handbasket, it's really down to the fight which God will prevail over this nation. Is it going to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Lord God Almighty, the God of the Holy Word of God? Or is it going to be the false God that we bow the knee to and we worship them simply because we want to enjoy a few of our own personal pleasures? It's easier to bow the knee to the false God than to stand and be bold as we die to ourselves and we live for Christ. See, the choice is ours. I don't know about you, but I want to live for Christ. And living for Christ means that we need to be his witness every day. 
and to be his witness every day, it does require boldness. Boldness that wherever God takes you, wherever God brings you on a journey for the day, you're just simply bold along the way. You see the opportunity and you guide people to see Jesus. What is that? That's the light. You bring in the light. And I don't know about you, but I want to, everywhere I go, just bring in the light. Now listen, I mess up and I miss it. I miss the mark every day. But praise God for his forgiveness. I can get right back on track. And as I say all the time, God help me to stay in my lane, taking the light wherever you lead me in my lane. Help me to stay so close to you, Father God, that I don't miss the mark. And that my life makes a difference right here before this nation does go to hell in a handbasket. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.